feel suspicious of the one I love It's like she's bearing down And she's way too close to my back You're an army All right, well, welcome back to Dynasty Dodgers. Uh, this is Desmond, and I actually made more moves for this pod than Lou made. And we have uh, the wonderful Travis Riley with us today. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me, man. How are you doing, Travis? Uh, I'm doing great. I got uh, Monday Night Raw on the television. The big dog, Roman Reigns, is back. Um probably flip back and forth between this and some of the hockey games that are going on and uh and, and travis uh you know you you were once upon a time new york bootleg yeah and now, i still am somewhat somewhat st- still exists IG. yeah now i've got uh, a little project called summer teeth supply company going on where i'm kind of uh servicing other teams besides the islanders um but yeah i still got the new york bootleg site up for those who are interested in those designs. Got to expand, baby. Got to expand. We, we, you know, there, there's so much creativity that's brewing. All the never, that we've had. Never enough side hustles. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, bringing it, bringing it to our boys, you know, it's, it's funny. There was so much good energy going into this, going into today. And there was so much, you know, talk that the Islanders were the team to watch. And, you know, there was so much good energy around the team. Um, within the media, especially ever since uh, we beat those guys um, up north, um, you know, <laughs> had a lot of good good coverage lately. And there's a lot of talk about how the Islanders were the team to watch. That was the phrase that was being thrown around. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and uh, Lou, Uncle Lou, proved everybody wrong. <laughs> yeah, tight-lipped Lou uh, was uh, he was quote unquote pleased with where we are. Yeah, it's funny. I thought that, you know, he has such a, um, such a reputation for being so tight lipped that like, that kind of like made, probably made everyone feel good that, you know, there wasn't any really, like, uh, there wasn't that much out there. You figure like, all right, by the time three o'clock comes around, like surely there's something backed up in the queue that's going to come out, you know? And then, nope. (laughs) Especially, especially I remember like, when two o'clock rolled around and there was buzz that that stone was going to be moved finally. And you know, that, that the Islanders are one of the teams that were in it um, for him. There was like, Oh, because it's so tight lipped and they don't know where he's going. I remember thinking like, Oh, that means it's definitely going to be the Islanders. It's definitely going to be the Islanders. And then, (laughs) then it's the, then it's the golden Knights who he extended with. Yeah. Crazy, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I hate, I hate the feeling that, um, you know, the Vegases and the Floridas and the Texas team, Texas, like they, they have the leg up because of the tax bullshit, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, for me, my argument is like, yo, if I can make nine million dollars and live in New York, I'd rather do that than make twelve and live in Florida. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if you're making that much money, like does it, is it really that? Like, do you really need that extra fucking two million dollars or whatever? You know, like I'd rather live some. Obviously, I, I'm biased because I'm from New York, but like, you know, 
I don't know. I, and, I the endorsement, and the endorsement side of things too, you know, like being in New York to, to that point, it's not just the, 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 the lifestyle um, side of it um, and the, and the livelihood um, and the entertainment, but it's also like you can turn it into more money by being so high profile. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it gives you way more of a chance of, of being a, uh, you know, like a, a, a superstar you know, more than you already are, I guess, you know, cause, or maybe, maybe that's why these guys don't do it. Cause they want to fucking go live low key and, you know, in South Florida where nobody's going to know who they are, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's, it, it started really with, uh, I believe Friday was when the Duchesne trade happened and, and that's where it was like, okay, well that's, and the fact that it was, this was actually a very, from the outside perspective, a very unique trade deadline starting with, with that, I mean, I guess the day before the Capitals getting Haglin is like let's say middle six forward, really a third line forward that that one of your divisional um, rivals got for a third round pick and a sixth round pick. I mean, he's better than 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 Leo, and I, I think therein lies, I, I guess, um, a bit of a issue that I have is that like for all the feel good. The, the genuine feel good stuff around the Islanders this season. It's kind of frustrating that when it comes time to make business hockey trades, it feels like hockey culture has been valued. Um, hockey culture and, and quote unquote, the room shout out to Tommy. We sell um, <laughs> has been, w- was valued here more than making the team um, better on paper, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's hard because I I understand both sides of it. It's like, on one end, it's like, hey, the team's in first place, and like, why fuck with it, you know? But clearly, there they there's a shortage of scoring. You know, you can't expect the goalies to bail you out through you know the playoffs, and and I mean they've been great so far, but how, you can't really expect them to to you can't put up like you know one or two goals a night and expect them to to bail you out, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, everyone, everyone thought they were going to be shit this year. And I think the fact that they're doing so well is more of a reason to, you know, I, I think, you know, you look at what the, you know, what, what, uh, Florida got for Broussard or, or what the devils got for Johansson. Um, and it's like at the very, you know, at the very least, maybe one of those should have been a move, you know? Um, I know that Lou says that he, he didn't want to make a move to make a move, but I find it hard to believe that, you know, there's there wasn't anybody out there today that makes them a better team, you know, yeah. especially if they're going with the, with the narrative that, that, you know, for the time being, they're not going to be recalling Del Cole or Hosang, you know, uh, obviously Lad coming back is, a, is an immediate upgrade over Cool Knuckle. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. there is, but I mean, I mean, I could have put on a pair of skates probably and been an upgrade over no, that's not true, but you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, the, yeah, the, the but, fact that, that they had Barzal with Kunakl and Komarov the other night, it felt like such a, um, hey, Lou, you see the obvious problem with what's what's happening here, right? Yeah, like just address that, you know? It was so, um, it was but, so fucking weird, man. It, but, but it's also like, I just, you know, I just don't, people are just like, fucking Leo this, you know, whatever. It's like, they're not going to fucking press box, like, four million dollar leo or what like five million dollar lat you know like that's the thing it's like these guys are there they're getting paid like they're 
they're not sitting those guys, you know? I mean, I'm fine with them not press boxing lad if he's healthy and ready to play, but Leo shouldn't be $4 million Leo. And that's like a, that's an issue of, of awkwardness that's created by Lou. Like, why did they offer him four? There wasn't a bidding war for Leo yeah, to make yeah, him four million dollars. It's like give him the term, but like give him fucking two million a year or give him one five. You know, like what was yeah, he getting? Two and a half, like like two and a half, yeah. and if it was three, I'd like whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, I would have been happier with with him getting five years at a lesser rate because it's like, all right, well, he's good for the kids, and you know, whatever, he's a good penalty killer. But like, come on, man! Like, we've already got too much money wrapped up in a guy like Clutterbuck, who's you know a good penalty killer and a fourth line guy. You know, like you don't need both of those guys either. Those are the same guy. They're they're both fourth line wingers. You don't need both of them. Yeah, and and you definitely don't need both of them at the money that each of them are getting paid. Exactly. Yeah. If you're getting both of them for the price of one, sure. It's crazy. But but like you know, looking at some of these deals, it's. It, and it, a lot of this, it, it's almost like the the battle of philo- quote unquote philosophy, culture, things that are philosophical and intangible versus uh, reality, tactical, uh, tactical and tangible strategy. And that's where I feel like, you know, Trotz has done so much with what he's been given. That's what the coach's yeah, job is supposed to be. It's uh it'd be hard. I'd be hard. It'd be very hard to find somebody else who's going to win coach of the year. Cause it's like, yeah, people I, like, you know, I'm sure people are, have, have went and scrubbed their, their tweets from earlier in the season where they're like, you know, Oh, we're getting Jack Hughes and shit, you know? And it's like, he, he took what he took, what he was given and he's fucking made it work, you know? And it's like, it's hard to argue with that. It's on Lou to give him more. And it's like, it's frustrating because it, it feels like a lot of things. I, I really wonder. I mean, this is all speculation, but honestly, Lou's Lou being so tight-lipped is what it. That's what ironically breeds speculation. Is is not knowing, not having any insight, and like so apparently, and because of how Lou operates, we tend to not have a sense of of what's going on as it develops. We only find out after the fact, and like one of the things that we found out was um, one of the packages that Lou was offering was, uh, I believe, a first rounder. I'm looking, I'm scrolling through the the uh, staple article. Uh, it was a first rounder and uh, and Beauvillier, I believe. Yeah. I just, but, you know, I just wonder, like, you know, if, if he is so tight-lipped, like, well, I guess it could be, you know, the, the, that could have come from Ottawa's side saying, "Hey, this is what they offer," you know. Yeah, but yeah, I just like you know, I never know like what you know. There's always like, oh, supposedly that you know, fucking, why didn't we trade Hamnick for Hall one for one? It's like you know, well, do we know if that was offers on the table? You know, like I still don't know with that. Yeah, yeah, th- that's still so up in the air. I've seen so many different takes of, uh, on that. Um, like w- whether or not that was a real thing or not. But, but I mean, in context of this, because so little gets out from Lou, I feel like what little does come out is all the more true. W- like worth uh, all the more 
credible by nature of, by comparison of how little gets out at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, it's, and the fact yeah. that, that that was what was offered, I mean, like if that was, the, it seems like Beauvillier is the one guy that was seemingly on the working roster. That's the one name on the working roster um, that, that has come out, you know? So that leads me to believe that everything else was, that could have been offered was in the form of like Hosang and or Dal Cole. Um, and, you know, compared to when it comes to the big name guys, it, and it's weird because of that, the Islanders seemingly didn't have, weren't either, didn't feel that they were in, in a place to make the, um, to match what the blockbuster deals were. Or, or they um, just, or they just didn't want, you know, like, or they just felt like it was too, the asking price is too much. I don't know. I mean, it's like weird. It's like you look at what's like. I, I don't. I don't know a lot about the the kid that the Ottawa got for Stone uh, Branch Branchstrom. Is it? Yeah. Um, but I mean, between him, they, they didn't even get a first. They got a second, right? And then Oscar Lindbergh doesn't yeah. seem like considering that they must have known that he was signing with the deal it seems like the that wasn't that big of a, a return for him you know it, it says that that um so the way he's described in staples article um eric brandstrom is uh he's he's described as a, a potential top pair nhld man the isles only have one of those in the pipeline in noah dobson who was going nowhere so yeah. that leads me to believe you know it was of that stature and like you said the fact that stone extended that must have meant that there was some level of conversation about where he was willing to resign um it's believed that the islanders weren't willing to make any moves on it, it from what you gather from what lou said the islanders weren't uh going to be trading they weren't going to sacrifice uh, exact quote is we weren't going to sacrifice our plan here you don't do you don't do something just for the sake of doing it we're pleased with where we are we're in a foundation situation and trying to get ourselves in a winning situation over a number of years. Yeah. Like I said, it's hard, you know, I, I think the, the big, uh, I think the big test is going to be come July. You know, I think if the Island is, if, if July, you know, regardless of what happens with the playoffs this year and all that, I think if the, the Islanders wind up not being able to land any, you know, anybody in free agency, I think then maybe it's, time to be a little worried you know um yeah it's also very interesting considering that everyone keeps uh, i just keep hearing that that like you know they're not going to resign eberly so it's like why you know why wouldn't they considering considering what i get not wanting to disturb the chemistry and kind of you know going with the team you have but but looking at what you know certain guys fetched like why not you know, send send Eberle at the deadline to another team for some for some return. If you're not going to resign him, you know. Um, but but I guess that you know would go against like them trying to keep this this crew together. But it's like you know between him, Nelson Lee, him, Nelson Lee, Leonard, right, are all UFA. Yeah. Like clearly they're going to sign Lee. Like you would think Nelson's probably going to get resigned too. And Leonard, obviously, I, you know, it seems like Everly's the odd one out. This and, better mean, I, I mean, 
I mean, not not to over talk on you, but th- this better mean that that Lee is definitely resigned. You know what I mean? Like he like because yeah. for I, them I, to I'm, be this inactive. Oof. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have any. I, I I'm not really I'm not worried about Lee resigning. Um, I, I think I, th- I think I would probably said the same thing when Tavares was up for uh, UFA too. But I definitely with with Lee, I think it's it's different and. I think that um, I, I think I'd be a little a little more nervous if you know they they go you know this summer and they don't go out there and you know upgrade. It's like you know yeah, like Philip is doing fine this year, or whatever. But like, there's no reason for them to like bring him back next year. Yeah, like like go out there and get a proper center. <laughs> you know, like fuck, get get two. Let put Nelson back on the wing. You know, like. I liked him there. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, him, him he's, there a he's lot got more. a he's got a great shot. He's clearly can score goals. So it's like, if you know that he's he's strong in that on on the wing, like go out there and get a center. You know, like mm-hmm. get get like I said, get two centers. Um, obviously, like getting Panarin in the summer would be amazing. Um, I don't know who else is. Uh, I mean, Panarin's a wing, but but regard the Islanders just flat out need dynamic. They are too sludgy. They're, they're just too um, like lunch pail up front um, to to really be difficult. Like in some ways, you know, I've heard the argument. Yeah, you know, they play a playoff style, so that might benefit them when they get there. You, you still need guys that can can shoot a bit. You know, like. The fact that the Islanders don't have a single guy um, outside of Ryan Pulak that's a threat from beyond the the slot, like everybody else scores more or less from the slot or closer. They don't what have a that? guy that like spreads out the defense um, and and spreads like that that challenges the goalies. Everything else is too much either a straight up perimeter like J- uh, Josh Bailey type playmaker. Or a garbage wool guy. They don't have anybody that like really forces you to to turn your head and, and really challenge. Also, just straight up challenges goalies from afar. Yeah, I mean, Boychuk's got a good shot, but I mean, it's, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, talking about like Panarin and, and whatever. It's crazy. Like on one hand, the Islanders have you know what like five or six guys who have like double digits and goals, which is like nice to see that there's some depth there and like it's spread out. But at the same time, it's a little alarming that they don't have like one guy on the team who's got 25, 30 goals like everybody else does, you know? Yeah. And it's like they're clearly that's what they're missing is that, you know, that one guy or two guys that are like, you know, obviously you don't want to be like Edmonton where you got two guys who have 30 goals and then the other rest of the guys have shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it would be nice to have some, you know, actual goal scorers on the team, you know? Because like for as good as Lee is, He's not like a fucking natural goal scorer, like sniper mm. or anything. He just no. like just a big dude who just like just like bullies his way in and gets goals, you know. Um, it's kind of so like a John like, Leclerc type, really. Yeah, and like with the exception of like, I don't know, like I mean, Nelson's really the only. Like, I feel like pure goal scorer they have, you know, like Bo Bo shows flashes of it, um, but. Yeah, there's not like a fucking. I mean, yeah, there's not like a an obvious like guy who's like on the score sheet every night. You know, like where you know, like Winnipeg or whatever. You're like, 
All right, yeah, Lion is probably gonna <laughs> score a goal every other game, you know, like if that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting how it's kind of been shaking out for the Islanders with like guys like Sezikis scoring so much and just a lot of weird con- contributions. And it's like, imagine if they had a fucking you know score on the top line. Imagine couple, if they had a guy that, play center know? on the first line that was like able to really handle that time and put in a lot of goals and points. If only, if only we had someone in, in that spot, huh? <laughs> hey, we'll get, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, just, just to kind of, uh, I'm looking over the, the trade thing. Even I, I get, even if I don't agree with the idea or, or I think that, and I, I think to some extent it is real, the room, especially these guys that came into training camp day one, like Staples talked about how, the guys that have been there for a co- even uh, for a couple of years that were there and like day one of training camp, they had a look on each, like they all looked at each other and had a look on their face of like, okay, this is very different. This is a different like world that we're in. And there's something about, I guess, the story of the guys that have lived through this season from July one till now that they don't want to lose that. Um, and they don't want to like mess with the, the environment of that. I get that not wanting to subtract from that. But when you see how many guys got traded um, and it didn't require any roster player, not even a minor leaguer, like Gustav Nyquist was a a second rounder and a conditional third next year. Yeah. Could that not like, that would have been better than Kunakel being in the lineup. Yeah. It's Um, crazy. Like that's the thing. It's like, I, I get like him. The thing is, Lou's not fucking on Twitter, like looking at us, being like, "He's got you, got to do something," you know, like. But like, I, I just feel like I don't know, like you said, like getting Nyquist, getting Brassard, getting fucking, I don't know, like just one of those, like even like a like a third tier player, like it's gonna be an upgrade, you know. Johansson, Marcus Johansson. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but I think that I think the thought process for them is like, well well why we're gonna go get Johansson and then we're gonna sit lad like they're not gonna sit lad you know like they're paying him too much money yeah I mean uh, same with Leo again this this Leo thing is like it's a (laughs) self-imposed like it's 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 in in a way it kind of is an albatross I get that he helps the team he helps the players but like this can't be in play next year it's it's crazy to me it's going to be for the next, what, two years? <laughs> then maybe Cal, like, you know, this because when they signed Leo and when, when Tavares, Ta- Tavares was gone, Leo came in, and I thought Clutterbuck's probably going to go because it makes no sense to who's, have both those guys. Who's taking that contract? And also, do, do they want to split up that line that's been so good, you know? I guess, I mean. I, 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 think, I think when Martin's contract is up, like that, like they they gotta like hold hold Sezikis, and then maybe they gotta like lose Clutterbuck and Martin. Then you know, I don't know. Uh, I think Martin signed for what two two more years? I think. The thing is, like, he I, I think he has two more years. Let, let me pull that up. I believe he has two more years. But I mean, I think I believe he's younger than um than Cal. Um, yeah, I think so too. If not, they might be the same age. They might have come in at the same. Yeah, but um, the thing the thing is the the like you know the 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 fourth line the fourth line is is 
this has been great, you know. And I, I don't mind that line be, being that way for a couple of years to come if the third line is just completely overhauled, you know, like, or maybe yeah. the sec- second and third, you know, like, obviously Leo's going to have to stick around because his contract says so. But, like, you, you got to put a, a different center there and a, and a different winger. And then the second line could use, you know. Jesus, Cal is signed for so many years. I know. Dude. Oh, him, my God. Dude, his contract, Lad's contract, and Boychuk's contract are terrifying. Clutterbuck is on the books for three more seasons after this. At yeah. three and a half. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. That's horrible. They I, have to I resign Sezikis to... before then. Oh, really? Yeah. I, he... I wanted to... Uh... To tweet at Eric Hornick, you know this the dude that yeah, does all the stats. I wanted to ask him how many games that clutter like that. How many games has Clutterbuck started and not finished? Because I feel like every other game, it's like Cal Clutterbuck will not be returning. <laughs> it's like he just always gets hurt. hamstring or something. Yeah, I mean, like he fucking he's a he, like he's a weapon. He uses his body as a weapon. He's just like fucking flying around there, like hitting guys that are twice the size of him, and it's like. It's like always just like, oh yeah, he's like he's he's not coming back for the rest of you know. And and he'll and he'll be back the next game or he'll miss one or two and then he's back. But it's like I'd like to see the stat that tells you like how many how many games he's started but not finished, you know? He has two he's two years older than Martin and has two more seasons left on his contract. Clutterbuck is thirty one, Martin is twenty nine, Clutterbuck has four year uh, has three years left on his deal after this, and Martin only has one year after this. Uh, okay. It's you know look and like looking at these contracts the, that issue is like I get I get what you're saying but the issue all along is that they have their fourth line players spill into their third line and that's crazy like there's no reason I mean this. yeah like yeah like at this at this point man like you know what if 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 Lad if Lad Leo and and Philpular were were the third line. I'd be fine with it as uh, long as the the first two lines were fucking banging, you know, like, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, if, if you had the lines from last year, maybe like if you had the lines from last year, even I can't even remember, like who yeah. was, uh, it's like, I can't remember the, like what the lines were at the beginning of this year, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's, like wishful thinking, right? Like, but if we lose Eberly and somehow get Panarin, then it's like, all right, cool. Give me fucking Barz, like, give me Barzell, say Barzell, Panarin, and, and Lee maybe on a line. Be nice. Or, or just keep, or just keep Nelson, Nelson, maybe Nelson, Lee, and Bailey as a second line. And that's a good second line. That, that as your second line. And then like, Bo, like, like, like Bo Barzell and Panarin, you know, like, yeah, something like that. And it's like if if those are our first two lines, then like then fine, give me the fucking overpaid whatever third line, you know, like. Yeah. But at this point, it's like when you got fucking Barzell with, you know, not not good shit on his wings. It's like, come on, like, can you imagine if fucking they had? Well, you, you know, it's funny. I was like thinking, I was like, could you imagine if somebody like Barzell like had these type of wingers, and then you go and you look and like McDavid's playing with fucking Cassian. You yeah. know, yeah. or Ty, Ty Ratty. It's like he's not exactly playing with fucking world beaters on his wing either. Yeah. You know, um, and then you know, fucking you got 
Tom Wilson playing on a wing with, you know, Ovi and, and uh, what's his face? Um, uh, is, is Ovi Backstrom and... No, I think, it's, I think they do Ovi Kuznetsov. I Kuznetsov, okay. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like Wilson, he's, he's not, uh, as much as everyone hates him, he's not as, as useless as everyone wants him wants to think he is he but, knows his role in, in but that you know context. what i mean no it's like it's yeah. not it's like it's like barzell's the only like superstar out there that's that's got like fucking i mean look at you know wayne gretzky played with marty mcsterley on his wing right for a yeah. long time like yeah. I mean, but he, he also had yari curry he was serving yeah he was yeah like, okay yeah so that's the thing it's like you got andrew ladd you got leo Komarov on your wing it's like come on like can we get one stud on the wing with him yeah and yeah. then let and, you and, know yeah and I mean, as we're trying to figure out, you know, how this all works, it's, it brings to, to mind, okay, so is, does Josh Hosang have a future here? Like, if, if was him staying on the team, um, you know, more of, more of a reflection of a lack of trade value, or, or is it more that they didn't want to give away, give him away for, say, a... Uh, Marcus Johansson. Not that they needed to, but like, you know, if yeah. they had to, if they had to offer something like that, um, you know, Derek, uh, Derek yeah, Broussard, I, something like that. It's that hard. He, it's hard to say. It's like, I mean, like I, I want to say that there's that there isn't room for him based on the fact that they're willing to let him and Dal Cole sit there while they got these guys that are average, you know. But like you said the contracts come into play you know it's like if if they they sh- if they don't resign Eberly and they let Philpula walk and you know then yeah then maybe there there is room but you know because I don't know like putting putting Ho- Hosang with like Barzell and like Lee or like Barzell and Bo like that'd be like a fucking an awesome line you know yeah or or even even when, I loved how how Hosang looked with uh with um nelson and uh, nelson and lee because those are two guys that aren't particularly good at skating or passing and that's where hosang makes up for all of that yeah but it's like what's his face you know it's like yeah put put nelson with somebody who can set him up and like and it works you know oh there's so many routes that they could run with hosang carrying the puck on the right side and lee and lee and nelson taking different routes of like crashing the net creating pressure and making space for the other guy or both yeah. of them crashing the net and then opening up the point for for like uh, uh, a defenseman to to creep in and hit them hit the trailer with like all that space from the tops of the circle like like that's a play that could happen so many times and so many variations of that yeah i mean i would love you know obviously i'm like number one hosang fan and i'd love for him to get in there but it's like i just don't see where like like I said, with without them sit, sitting somebody that has a big contract, like where where does he slot in? Unless somebody's hurt, you know, like there's just no there's just no room for him, you know. I mean, if they don't the the way it is now that their their top six wingers as of last game were uh, were well, this, Bailey. This is, this is pre Lad coming back, you know, yeah, like yeah. now that Lad is back. So I, I guess before Lad before yeah. Lad was back, like I'd argue, like fucking sick Kunakul and put Hosang in you know like yeah but now that lad's back they're, they're not gonna fucking sit him for Hosang you know and obviously and they also play two different positions um but you yeah figured, I just I just yeah. don't see where where he where he gets a look without somebody getting hurt 
I mean, the fact that the interview that, that Staple had with him was very interesting where he said he, you know, he, you know, and I love Staple. He's great. I thought I was a little bit surprised by how clickbaity in context his, uh, his headline was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, in his defense, it, it, it is what he said, Yeah, you know, like, but like, you know, that's a, that's a, it's a fucking article. Like how, like any article if you if the headline isn't enticing people aren't going to want to read it you know and it's like especially with like islanders fans or sports fans in general they just want to like jump on a headline and be like and then and then just go off and it's like yo click the thing read the article it's like and everyone everyone's like oh yeah he's he's down there because he's he's immature and it's like if you read the fucking thing it's like it sounds very mature to me (laughs) you know like he's basically saying like uh, you know he wants to play and he understands that if by moving him, that's going to put them in a better position. Then, like, yeah, go for it, you know. And that'll probably help help him too, because then clearly he's going somewhere where he's wanted, yeah. you know. And then everybody wins, you know. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I don't know. Like, I can he, talk about the Hosang situation for days. It's just like, I mean, it's he, he's such a breath of fresh air. It's it's a bit frustrating. Another thing with Lou, like. I wonder how much of this shit was, how much of it was a Lou call more than it was a Trotz call to, to send, uh, to send him down. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like, you know, everyone wants to assume that it's because he did something and it's like, well, like, you know, Doc Cole just got sent down too. So what's, you know, why did he get sent down? You know, people are just, they're like, like need to like, need to feel like there's a reason why, because the kid fucking overslept once, you know? Yeah. On, and honestly, it. just very plainly, he's better. He's better at, 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 at there are specific things that are very important if you want to win games and score that he does better than everybody except for, you know, a ha- like maybe two or three guys. Like, yeah, he's like- the second best skater after Barzell. Um, he might be the fastest or his second fastest after Barzell or Beauvillier. He's... Definitely the, the, if him and Bailey probably are, are close in terms of playmaking, he's a way better skater though. You mm-hmm. know, it's crazy. Yeah. And like, and it's like, yeah, the, the knock was always that he was a defensive liability, but it's like, yo, there's a lot of fucking defensive liabilities, you know? And it's like, you got to take the good with like, you know, take the good with the bad. It's like, all right, well, yeah, maybe he's going to get caught out there a couple of times, but he's going to, create way more opportunities than he's going to like, you know, leave you with your pants on. I think it's yeah. The, the, the risk, the risk reward analysis is so crazy how much they, they like overemphasize in my opinion, the risk and, and the yeah. rewards, especially the way he was playing, you know, while he was up this time was like, it was good. And then I saw people, Oh, he was, he was slipping up a little bit the last couple was, of games. Like, Oh, okay. Well then you, it, you, cor- you correct that. Yeah, he was While back checking like a motherfucker. Like he was breaking up plays. Like he looked so good. So I just, yeah, it's just crazy. I don't know. For for me, it, it it's to your point. You know, that third. If the third line was Philpula centering, you know, Ho Sang and Dal Cole, that would probably be a pretty like good line. I think. Yeah, and and then and then, and then leaves you know room for for Dal Cole and and Ho Sang to like you know, maybe be the next second line when dudes are shuffled around and moved out, you know, like, but now it's like, there's just no room at all. And like, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. That's why I think, I think the summer might be very interesting because I, I, you know, that's where I think you might see 
I, I think there's something about this season that Lou was a little bit reluctant about, whereas making a trade in the summer, um, even if, you know, if, if, if you're, you, if you were close with someone, you're close with someone and, and like them being traded sucks, but it's, I think it's like uh, in the summer, there's a little bit of a, of a separation that you're able to have from it. Different yeah. from, from this guy was like watching that guy get the, get, um, knock you know the, the knock on his locker to come to to lose room and them knowing what that means and yeah like there's less dramatics it, it, there's more privacy to it and and i think that um i mean i think some guys that that i think you could see the fact that bo he was willing to trade bo at the deadline means i think bo is someone that they're willing to trade in the off season well so when 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 can they trade start trading again now that the deadline is is up is it uh, obviously July first? Free agents can sign, but is it basically like is it just the end of the season until July first? That's a good question because I could have sworn. So remember, like, we, didn't we trade for somebody's rights like ahead of free? You know, just to kind of get first, uh, first crack at like negotiating. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think if if uh, when you're able to trade because I remember when they traded for. When the Islanders traded for Yaro Halak, Halak it was like, yeah, exactly. It was, um, it was like in I want to say June, but for some reason, I vaguely remember it. I remember it as like being while the playoffs were still happening. I wonder because you know it's it's also interesting because I don't know like it's it seems unlikely, but I guess it's also it's possible that like that they don't sign Nelson or Everly, you know? Yeah. Um, or if, or like you said, if they're if they're if they got their heart set on dealing Bo for somebody, then maybe they do keep Nelson. But I don't know. It's like it's just crazy to think that like they could have two guys just walk. You know? Yeah. Okay. So I guess you just have to be out of the playoffs, maybe, because um, I, I'm looking at Yaro Halak's Wikipedia page and. uh Locke's rights were traded by the Capitals to the New York Islanders on May 1st, 2014 for a four, fourth round pick in the 2014 draft. So May 1st is when the, the playoffs are still like, that's like second round, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So I guess you just have to be out of the playoffs. Um, to be your, season, this, your, your season's got to be done, right? And then, yeah, your season's got to be done, I guess. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, um so yeah, so so maybe when uh when Columbus gets bounced in the first round, we can make a trade. With them. I mean, <laughs> I think uh, I, I feel like a, a guy that the Islanders could very much trade in the in the off season is is uh, is Nick Letty. I think he's a guy. He does have a lot of term left, but he's also young and like top four defenseman. If if you it have feels pretty reasonable too. Five five point five for uh like a. What I think he really is is a uh, number four, maybe yeah. number three. I, I'm not that big on Nick Letty, but even it depends as, on what team he's on. You know, he, yeah. he could he, he's a he's a you know a top pair on the Islanders, but he could be like a second pair on a on a better team. I think you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I think with 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 Taves being as good as he is, and like you know, a dude like Sebastian Ajo looked good when he was up. You know, 
Pelik, Pulak, like Boychuk's. Thomas Hickey signed for another three more years. Like that, you know, Hickey Hickey's can kind of be that guy that until they get a better, you know, uh, left side D and, and, you know, Sebastian Ajo is, is, is been killing it in the AHL. So he, he looked, he looked just fine when he played in the NHL for a bit, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, it's these, these little scary because, you know, guys go down a lot and you're like worried about the depth, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I like Letty, but I don't, you know, if we can, trade him for for you know somebody that can score goals like i'm not too stressed about i I, I can see that being i can see that being especially like one of the things that i was wondering about was uh you know the fact that john when i saw like a a name like jonathan huberdo on the market i was very curious about like is that a guy that the islanders could like make some sort of uh you know trade futures trade for um because he, I believe he yeah, has was, years so, left, and he would have been cool. I was surprised that him or him and him and or Hoffman didn't wind up uh, going anywhere. We'll see in the summer. Although, I mean, every see, and, and here's another criticism. You know, this has been about forty minutes of us criticizing Lou, but I mean, he gets paid more than we do, so fuck it. <laughs> um, it's it's that uh, once Duchesne went to the Jackets, you got a sense that the Jackets were going all in, and that. I mean that kind of is the story of the of the deadline at large. I feel like you haven't seen this maybe since uh when the Hurricanes went all in. That that one year they won the cup and they had like Mark Recchi and Doug Waite and a bunch of guys like that were like only in Carolina for 2 months. Yeah, I mean like they're definitely fucking going for it, you know, and it's like like I, and I wonder if, you know, if being that nobody expected the Islanders to be in this position if that's why I lose not going for it, but like I almost feel like that's more of a reason to go for it, you know. But like I said, I, I you know, it's it's the first year with him and with Barry and whatever, and I, I'm, I'm more likely to say, hey, like, like, all right, this is fine, but like, come July, like, you need to really like make a splash, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to react. I think you you have to react to a to a changing terrain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the the fact that their uh divisional rivals all got better yeah that's the thing it's like come october like they need to have a killer on on their on their top line but i mean just you know just i mean there's a chance that that with the deals that happened today the islanders lose their division like they, they lose the division that's a very real possibility yeah it's definitely possible that they yeah i mean fuck they could they, it's possible they don't make the playoffs, but I mean that's definitely <laughs> way less. That way would be less dark. Yeah, that'd be. That, I mean, I don't. I don't foresee that happening. But it, you know, but I mean, you know, it's the fucking the Blue Jackets might not make the playoffs. You know, like yeah. they, they they could go and do what what they did and and, and still miss, which would be hilarious. Um, but you know, it, it, obviously Stone now is fully off the table. But it's like like you like we were talking about before. I think we started recording a guy like Zuccarello, like. Maybe he doesn't sign in Dallas, you know. Maybe, um, maybe Hayes doesn't sign in Winnipeg, you know. Maybe Duchene doesn't sign in, in Columbus. It's like there's there might be some guys that want to go that want to go to the market July first. So there's going to be guys that they might get cracks at again, you know. And, and and then you don't have to worry about the the bullshit trading within your fucking conference nonsense that we yeah. hear about, you know. 
I mean, um, what? Yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. Continue. No, I mean, it's just you know, I, I hate when people are like, oh, they're they're not going to trade within their car. It's like if if you're getting rid of the guy because you can't pay him or because you don't think he's good enough to keep, then why do you care where you're sending him? Just yeah, get send them where you're going to get the best return. That should drive that should drives me insane when people are like, oh, they're clearly not going to trade him within the conference. It's like, well, if if you don't have a use for him anymore, get you can get the best return. You know, no matter where yeah. you're sending him. I, I, I mean, while it is a disappointment, I, I do understand. I, th- I think maybe it might have been a Puck Soup um, podcast that kind of uh, spoke to the precautionary um, mindset that the Islanders might want to have going into the deadline, which was, uh, I mean, look at the team that was maybe the biggest seller of the day, probably was the biggest seller, I guess, when you factor in the beginning of the season, the Ottawa Senators. Wow, they got such a crazy return. Just a year ago, a little like a year and a half ago is when they were trading for Matt Duchesne because of how unexpectedly good they had done in the playoffs yeah. prior. And they traded so much because they thought they were so close. It's so dark up there. It's like they have fucking no, they got nobody left. It's grim. And like, you know, that if, if you overestimate where you are and, and you get a bunch of assets in and then you end up falling apart for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, th- there's some uh, – Ottawa has a whole bunch of myriad of, of issues that, that aren't as bad here. We have better ownership. We have, uh, you know, I think – I hope a better general manager. Um, but we have better ownership. But, you know, our arena shit isn't fully fully 100 – like I, I won't feel fully confident until shovels are in the – a shovel in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And even and even then, I'm not gonna be confident until like the fucking building is like stand. You know, like, and that's another thing too because it's like I don't. You know, you, you don't know if that shit comes, if that shit comes into play too. If you know, a guy like Stone is looking at this like, eh, you know, New York would be good, but I don't know about this. You know, he's already got the fucking Ottawa arena that's like not in Ottawa. You know, yeah. like, um. So yeah, you, you you know you don't know if that shit kind of like plays a plays a factor too. I need to know and where then, I'm going to be. You know, I, I mean, you, like, you need to know where you're going to be. If I was the Islanders' ownership, I would be, you know, talking to the uh, NHL powers that be and being like, look, we need to be in one place next year. We prefer the Coliseum. Yeah. Like, I, uh, up until this playoff situation announcement, I was convinced that they were just going to go full on Coliseum the yeah. next two seasons. But now that, they announced that you know Barclays is going to host the second round if there is one. Uh, it makes me think that maybe they're not they're not gonna they're gonna like wind up splitting again next year. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I think it would make sense for them to just go full on at the Coliseum for the next two years. You know, it would but, it, it would do so much to stabilize things. I think. Yeah, but obviously the people whose money it is is you know they're gonna they're gonna have their say. Having uh, money would be sick. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I do think though that you know there is a chance, I guess, of maybe grabbing some guys that they missed out on come summertime. You know, um, mm-hmm. if you know what, man, there's a fuck. Who, who knows? Maybe you know it wouldn't be the first time it happened where like a guy like Zuccarello, maybe he fucking goes back and signs with the Rangers. You know, in the summertime. Yeah. You know, um, who knows? But um, but yeah, I. Uh, it's you know, Eric Carlson's not signed. You know, like maybe he's he's going to market. Who knows? 
Look, yeah, I mean, and and who like there is a very who knows, and and now with we'll see if if more comes out about what else the Islanders were looking to get. I mean, I'm not too bummed about not getting. I'm not sure that that, that uh, the Islanders were ever going to have a shot at Wayne Simmons. Um, you know, I, I was hoping, like, obviously, I was like, let's let's get Duchesne or Stone, Panarin, but like, if we can't get him, I. I thought I thought Simmons would have been a really good addition for them. Um, you know, he's not what he was, but he's definitely. I'd, I'd take him over Lad, Leo. You know, like for, for the fuck, just just for the power play goals alone. You know, like yeah, like like dude, it's insane. I was talking to my friend the other night. We were watching the game, and I was like, the Islanders are in first place, and that's with them being like horrific on the power play. Like if they would have scored a power play goal here and there, like they'd have like another easy 12 points, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There were so many games earlier on in the season where like getting in, getting in the way of believing in the team was the mm-hmm. fact that they just couldn't, they would, they, they lost a couple games, like probably half dozen games in the first two or three months where you were like, ah, I just don't think that they're going to be able to, to score enough to like make a difference in these, in these defensive games. Yeah, it's like they they left a lot. They've left a lot of points on the table by being bad at the power play, you know. You know, so I, you know, I will say I'm actually looking. The return that that the that the Flyers got was not that much. It was Ryan Hartman and a and a conditional and a pick, right conditional fourth rounder. Not not this season, but the following one. Yeah. Um, I wonder if if one the price would have been more in division, but mm-hmm. even then. Um, who, so like we, I don't even know who who's like the Hartman equivalent for us, you know? Like Hartman, Hartman's like a similar. I mean, he's not as good of a goal scorer as Simmons yeah. is, but he's like you know the guy that hits and fights and kind of scrappy, you know. Um, I mean, even yeah, I just, go, yeah, just go just going by pedigree. I was looking at because I was curious. Like I, I've heard Hartman's name, but I've never heard him a lot. Like oh, you know, fantasy, you got to get Hartman, and I, I'd never heard anything like that. So apparently he was drafted. He was a 30th overall first round pick of the Blackhawks in 2013. Chicago, yeah. So, I mean, late first rounder, that's what Hosang was. Yeah. He's, I, I think Hartman's better than people, you know, I think people probably like don't even know his name, but I think he's yeah. better than, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, it's just, you know, and like you said, you don't know if like, all right, yeah, well, that's a deal for Nashville, but for the Islanders, it would have been they want this instead, you know, like. It's just you'll never. I feel like you'll never know. Yeah, I, I, I'm just curious. I, I feel like if the Islanders were really done with Hosang, he would have been traded, and they would have. You would have seen him put into a deal like that, even if they like thought, "Oh, we're not going to resign." Uh, like uh, unless, see, it's weird. I, 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 it's, it's again, it's hard to read the, uh, read the, the room with, uh, with Lou. Yeah, because it's like you know m- maybe if they were able to 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 get Stone. Maybe he's just like a throw-in in there, you know. Like, all right, yeah. well, the Ottawa Senators, you know, like, 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 like Duclair, you know, that they, they they put du- they threw Duclair in for Dezingle, and it's like, you fucking, if du- if Duclair plays the way that he can, they can play, he could be fucking just as good as Dezingle, maybe yeah. better, you know. Like, so it's just a matter of, you know, you, you know, the the. Duclair in particular, his contract is like fucking. He's making like six hundred k. It's like a joke. It's like 
they're like, yeah, fuck it, let's take him if he doesn't do anything. Like he's getting paid, he's getting paid with fucking Brian Strait. He's getting paid, you know, like so. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> sorry, you can edit that out. <laughs> oh um, man, Brian Strait. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but like that's the thing with Hosang. It's like I, you know, I think if I'm a, another GM, and we can, you know, tack him on in the deal, and like worst case scenario, he. He doesn't do anything. It's like, all right, well, he's not fucking getting paid anything, you know. Like, yeah. But I, I think that he's the potential's there, you know. Yeah, you know, I I, I think uh, so. And, and Ho Sang's due for a new contract after this season as well. So um, he's going to be an RFA. But uh, yeah, he, I feel like if <laughs> I feel like if he's on the, the team come October, I think he's safe. But I guess the the possibility of him getting moved in the summertime or at the fucking at the draft you know is definitely likely so i mean let's just uh before we 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 go to probably our last topic uh trade trade block for the islanders in the summer you figure hosang probably bovillier i guess letty potentially yeah i can see yeah i mean mean, if if not him pellet you know like i think I think Letty is more likely because he's a little older. Like Pelic, Pelic is young and he's he's got a good deal. You know, he, I thought I think he's looked good too this season. Um, but like you know, like agree to with, disagree on that. <laughs> I, I, I it's you you know I I've obviously like I guess you know stats stats tell you tell you one thing. It's like I I when I watch them play, I always wind up going like fucking mayfield man what are you doing but like every but then everything i read it sounds like he's been like our best defenseman you know like when it comes to like fancy stats and stuff you know yeah. um and and as a whole like this defensive group is like what the best in the league or something like that so it's like on one hand it's like hard to hard to argue but like if you know if if with hickey back if we're scratching a guy like mayfield then clearly we can we can probably move somebody you know because yeah. like uh, you know, in a perfect world, like uh, you know, we're scratching, you know, Sabiza, or like we're scratching Seidenberg. You know, like not Ugh. scratching a, go- a guy that should oh, be like man, Seidenberg. Yeah, I mean, I, I get, like, I get it. Like, you know, especially in the playoffs, like D D guys fucking can drop like flies, and it's like, you know, it can't hurt to just have somebody sitting there. You know, um, although and Seidenberg know, come grab the Stanley Cup. Yeah, <laughs> stitch to see, stitch to see on your jersey because Lee's walking. <laughs> oh my god! You know, Letty, Letty's going to have a lot of value because I'm just I'm looking here and every full season. So I'm discounting the 2012 2013 season. Every full season since then, he's had at least 31 points, between 31 points and 46 points. So, yeah, yeah, he's you know, and he's fast. He's solid. Um. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't uh, it and you know and, and moving him and you know and slotting in say Taves you know yeah makes it makes the team younger or if like you know yeah like I mean essentially him and him and uh him and Boychuk are are the two oldest I think on the on the yeah. decor and it's like so if he goes and you know. Yeah, like you said, it just it just makes the team younger, and then and ideally that like you know he goes for 
for an, uh, like we get offense back for him, you know. And that, that would make but, next uh, year's next year's defense like you know it, it would kind of have a, a pretty. They love structure and, and and they like having things very easy to put together, as we've heard in every single fucking media piece um, <laughs> about the word structure. That they could have a very um, very specific thing where their left side D would be like Taves, uh, Hickey, and Aho. So their left side is is a little bit smaller. Well, Taves isn't that small, but they're they're more like mobile uh, puck moving defensemen. And then the right side is their heavier side, where it's uh, it's going to be Boychuk and Pulak and Mayfield. Yeah, but it wouldn't be it's going to be Pelic on on the, instead of Aha. Yeah, you're right. But I, I'd like to think that that by like you know December, um, that spot would be one. You know, by, maybe. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad thing if, like, you know, if 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 Aho was so good and the defense was so good that it's that that Pelic is the extra guy, you know, like it was not a bad situation to have. I mean, really, like, you know, kind of linking this all together. If they were in a place where, like, um, Pelic was their extra D and their and and Komarov was their uh, Ross Johnston, that was just skating around with them in the morning and, and hanging out in the locker room until it's time to go to the press box. Like so, I was just, I was just going to say like, yo, we got to talk about Ross before we, before we finish because we didn't bring him up at all. And then you yo, big up, up, big up to Ross. Yeah. He's been getting paid like this Ross. whole time. Yeah. Millionaire. Ross is a, he's a millionaire. Ro- Ross truly is the boss and he is a millionaire. <laughs> Think about how much money. Oh, that's so, that's so good for him. Yeah, man. I bet he's still uh, like eating at like eating as if he's an ECHLer. Like I bet he still goes to like I bet he goes to the Garden City Applebee's a lot. <laughs> he's like, yo, they got the Beyond Burger there and eating healthy there. So oh, that would be if if Ross was was a vegan god. <laughs> I mean, that'd be beautiful if he was Daniel if he was Daniel Bryan's heel character, but oh as a god. as an NHL fighter. That <laughs> yeah, would be, yeah, that'd be amazing. He's just like I'm a fucking. You know, like you call me a pussy because I don't eat meat, but I'm just feeding you fucking knuckle sandwiches all day. Oh my god! And I'm eating. I'm eating plants all day. (laughs) Like, like you know, thinking about the defense. Also, like I'm looking. There's, there's one thing that they could also do in the off season that would. um, Jacob Truba is an RFA, and if there's one GM that doesn't give a flying fuck about what anybody thinks ever, (laughs) shovel day off. (laughs) It's uh, it's Lou. Oh, Lou. Yeah. Oh, offer sheet. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I just keep hearing about that shit, and I just like feel like it's never gonna happen. Believe it when you see it, kind of thing. When was when was the last one? Was it Ryan O'Reilly? I heard them say today. Yeah, yeah, that was the last one, like 2012 or 2013, I think. Where where was he when the? Because I remember him as an as like a was he not on the Avalanche from the jump? So so he was on the Avs because they they always had contract disputes when he was there. And then I believe he signed an offer sheet f- from Calgary, which Colorado then matched. So he never played for uh, Calgary. Right. So it's like similar to Shea Weber where like he got offer sheeted, but then the team yeah. matched it. I think I can't Shea think- Weber con- contract is pretty fucking gnarly too, isn't it? Doesn't he have like eight, like eight years left or something stupid? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's maybe six. Six, Jesus. And then five, fucking, five uh, after was- this year. Five after this year. Suter and Parisi and fucking in uh 
Minnesota have a pretty gnarly like length left too, don't they? Then they I both think they were the like, last contract like that. They were the last. What did they? Would the the CBA changed so, so like now you can only do a max of eight, and what it used to be more. It used to be yeah, it used to be unlimited. Jesus. Hence, uh, our friend uh, Hence that. DiPietro. That's oh he's yeah, paid, yeah. Paid until twenty thirty two. Him and Bobby Bonilla. It's beautiful. They should have. They should have a podcast. <laughs> the like I'm the like I'm getting paid all this money to, to do shit podcast. Uh, and, and they could they could totally they they would have no excuse to do Patreon or like paid content because they're already getting paid to not <laughs> to do, do things. Do, yeah, <laughs> they, they they would do a Kickstarter. Oh my god. Um. But uh, I mean, let's. Uh, I mean, the thing that we can wrap this is that a lot of this I think stems from the Islanders believing in the energy that they've harnessed and built up over the course of this year from July 1st and yeah I, it, you know and it's it's hard to you know I, I'm, I'm definitely disappointed they didn't do anything but it's but it's hard to kind of critique and um, go against you know a guy like Lou and a guy like Trotz when they're you know they've proven you know I, I think obviously we'll ha- we'll have a, a better idea of the big picture and, and you know come come playoffs and, and stuff but at this point like how can you you got to give them the benefit of the doubt for now you know like i said I, I, i'm gonna reserve my judgment until the summertime to really kind of like be like all right what's going on here i mean i'm i'm disappointed but at the same time i, I understand enough of it where it's like i, I think it's i think the the i think the the the, the room is a thing that gets overrated, but apparently it does matter to play. Like, it, you know, it, there, there's a, when you hear players talk, I mean, if you see that thing with uh, Lundqvist and, and Zuccarello, yeah, yeah. where Lundqvist is pulling his best uh, Messier, you know, crying. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, it, it matters. Guys, yeah, these guys spend so much time together that you, know, it's, you definitely can't discount that kind of shit, you know? Um, and, and, you know, I think, as fans from from the outside looking in, you, you know, you'll never truly know. And you, you know, and who are you? Who are we to to say like it's bullshit? You know, I don't think that we have that right. I mean, I think we have that right. It just does. It ultimately doesn't matter because we don't have the power. And also, things can change. Like yeah. so, that's kind yeah. of how I I view it. But like you know, it's one of those things that that they're trying to harness the energy and and the culture that they've built up over this season and you know and it, it it stems back to july 1st and on thursday it kind of all comes it's very interesting that that john tavares returns as an opponent right after the deadline you yeah. know where everything <laughs> traces right. back everything that that didn't happen today might possibly trace back to you know the 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 feelings and and just events that have occurred within the organization yeah, Since it's gone, July first, gone a bit full circle. Did you see um, Hamannik's uh, comment today? No. What did he say? He, he was because he was at the Coliseum today because the Flames had practice for the game tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, he, talking about John Tavares coming back, and he was like, "Oh, you know, he was so great for them." He's like, "I, I hope that that he that he's gets a, a nice reception." And it's like, "Yo, <laughs> do, do you do you do you really think that's, think that's gonna happen?" <laughs> <sighs> 
Bless your heart, Travis. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing. I think he's so he's so naive to like think that that you know he's gonna get like a nice response. Uh, I mean, and and before we overlook the 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 flames, like like we hope the Islanders don't tomorrow. um, You know, on that point, the Flames and anywhere Travis Hamonic plays is my default. um, You know, root for for that team to win the cup, like. Easily number one non-islander that I want to see win. Yeah, I don't know who mine is. Uh, I'd have to think about that one. Hamannick is good. Hamannick bringing bringing the cup back to his family farm. Oh, he's gonna bring it to the boardy barn. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! I wonder if Travis ever went to the boardy barn and thought this is no. This is he not probably, what I know. This this isn't a barn. No, he's, yeah, he probably only went to church on Long Island and, <laughs> yeah. and maybe actual barns. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I I think uh, it's kind of fitting. You know that that uh, because it's not just that the Islanders lost Tavares, but they lost him for nothing. You know, they, yeah. they functionally in the moment lost a franchise center. Um, they lost a guy that. You know, is a I, he's finally now play, put having the production that I think we all wanted him to have because he's he's more or less um, has the same almost exact same point range that he had on the island, but he's scoring more goals, which is I, I think kind of more his. I mean, he has he's good at a lot of things, but the Islanders never had a playmaking winger with him. You know what I mean? You want to drive yourself nuts for a minute and think about what the fucking Islanders could have probably got from the Leafs for him. Had we traded them at the deadlines, the Leafs. Well, to, to that end, it's that you know we're we probably the, have we probably have like William Nylander on the island right now or something. Probably. I mean, well, the thing is that that uh, the Leafs were said to have never, and I guess this allows us to maybe revisit the, the saga a bit. And this is where maybe some fans will will uh, get get their pitchforks ready um, all over again. But it's it's been said that the the Leafs did not expect. Like that, he kind of fell into their laps, and as a result, they've kind of had to like juggle a lot of their structuring ever since. And it does kind of seem that way. So to that end, maybe the Islanders could have gotten a lot of stuff out of out of Toronto. Yeah, Although I mean, maybe, fuck, maybe yeah. even like a fucking Nazem Kadri, you know, like something like that, that. That's a dude who I am almost kind of surprised that wasn't on the market. You know. Like being that they're so deep, well, like he's definitely better suited as like a number two center. I feel like Kadri, and he's like, you know, the third guy there, and kind of yeah. not getting the love that he should be because not over there because yeah. he's, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's in the shadow of Tavares and Matthews. Yeah, I, I uh, they they lost him for nothing, so so they had the whole, and, and they also didn't get the assets back, you know. But at the draft this year, they stumbled into. Dobson and Wallstrom, you know. Yeah. So and, and that- you know and and also you know they 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 got a lot of money to resign or to sign somebody. Yeah. With, you know, with the money they saved on not on not, you know, re-upping him. But yeah, it would have been nice to have you know something to show for it. There's a lot of territory though that the Islanders need to. I guess a lot of this is wait and see, and maybe that that fact in the trade deadline is is the management still is assessing because, you know, they, this is all still very new. This, this Islander franchise trying to understand what it is without the piece that was assumed was always going to be there. Yeah, exactly. 
And like, yeah, and how that, did, that's also yeah. that also seems to be a reason why Lou was more, um, m- more likely to to not do anything today because, like, you know, he's still still kind of like assessing what he has, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, I think I think to that end, it's also um, it's it's all the more reason why um, they weren't going to do a rental either because the cupboard, if for a rental that, that wouldn't extend um, and it, it seemingly, I, I believe uh, either Dave Pagnota, one of the, the more reputable, um, you know, uh, journalistic sources said something about um, said something about, the Islanders checking in on Duchesne's willingness to extend. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we don't know what that means. Does the fact that they didn't get him mean that he wasn't going to extend? He wasn't interested in extending? Yeah, or did, it's, did... it's really hard to, man, it's, it's scary to fucking, to, to give up three pieces for a guy who, who might just walk, you know? Yeah. Which is why like for stone and Vegas, it's great. Cause it's like, all right, yeah, you gave up a, a top prospect, you know, and a pick and a and a roster guy, but like you got this dude locked up for fucking eight years, you know? Like yeah. it's like you know, fucking auto uh Columbus just gave up what they gave up for 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 Duchesne and dude dude might be out of there, you know? Yeah. I I, I, I feel like he's gonna sign with them. I don't know why I feel that way, but but you know, it's possible he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I just, uh, that's the type of guy that you'd love to see the Islanders get. But at the same, at the same time, if they lost him for nothing and then, and now they're out, um, they're out a Wallstrom, you know, or, 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 uh, Bovillier, like Thompson, yeah. whatever, anything. Yeah. The Islanders are not so deep anywhere in the franchise, literally at all, like where they can afford to get rid of, um, you know, X X top asset without having that other guy extended. Yeah, but I just I feel like I feel like this like we're liable to have this conversation every year, though. You know, and yeah. it's like at some point you got to say fuck it and just go for it. Well, um, that's, which is yeah. which is which is why I think a lot of people are frustrated today because it would have been the perfect time for that. You know? Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I think that that the fact that that Thursday rolls around and it's it's all the guys that were it's all guys that either were around waiting around on on June twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, seven a.m. July first, eleven fifty nine a.m. You know, all the guys that were there either for that moment and that feeling, or guys that walked into training camp as the oh uh you're what's on the team now like and everybody's dragging the team through the mud because of um this is this is the roster you know i i think the fact that the islanders play the the, the leafs on thursday with all those guys that's actually from a storyline standpoint like that's gonna be pretty fucking fun to watch yeah and i think it'd be fired up you know Obviously, they were fired up when they smoked them up in Toronto, but it's going to be another like fuck. I'm so mad that I'm not going to be home for that game. Like, it's it's going to be something else. I uh, I feel like it's going to be like I, I was at that uh, 
the February 11, 2011 uh, Pittsburgh Penguins Islanders oh, game. Lucky bastard. I, I missed that. I feel like the crowd is going to be like as as like rabid as they were at that game, you know? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I missed out on that. So getting to go to this, I mean, if if if, if you're one of the many that probably are going to be at both, that's like uh, this is another badge, I think. You know, yeah, yeah. For the fan. Gonna I'm go hoping down. the team shows up. The fact that the Leafs didn't get that much different aside from Jake Muzzin and, I mean, Frederick Anderson probably playing too, so we'll see. It'll probably be a, a tighter – game oh yeah i think we, we had a different goalie last time right for them come through sorry kids. it's all good <laughs> is, is, um, is that is that a future prospect it's a future future bad boy what what's what's uh, uh what, what's this uh what's this prospect projecting to be uh a, a chocolate eater apparently this is what he's right. crying about now he wants to eat some raisinets that he's already had like 10 of that's good stuff. He's, he's simultaneously old and young at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that'll but, fit in uh, with the Islanders. Yeah. He's, uh, I've, I've given him, his name is Bladen Miko. So I've given him a hockey name. That's, now, a, that's, now, a, that's a hockey name. Yeah. Now I got to just try to see if he's actually interested in playing hockey. Oh, I mean, you you, uh, you make him interested. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I made a joke about how I'm like, no, he's like, I'm going to force him to play. You know? Well, there's but, money. Uh, there's money to be made with your child. You know? I know. <laughs> So, if he doesn't want to play, I'll just sell him. Maybe I should. Have. Yeah, you know. Um, but but you know, I, this this Thursday is uh, it's it's kind of they better be, and I, I feel like especially now, does this add another layer? It's going to be interesting. Oh Everything God, yeah, like yeah, it it adds a whole. Nother, like if they, I mean, if they fuck, if they lose tomorrow, it's going to be like the pitchforks are going to be out. As They're already is. out. But if they if they if they lose to Toronto, it's going to be yeah. Isle's mean, tw- Twitter is going to be a fun place. Yeah, I, I mean, anything that keeps them from from tweeting uh, what tends to be the politics uh, of of Isle's Twitter. Um, you know, I, I'm glad when it's just Isle's. Uh, it's nice. Um, anytime there's an American flag, I feel like I'm about to see a slur <laughs> somewhere in the timeline. Yeah, um, um, you usually can on that. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I mean, on on that note, I, I guess. Uh, We'll see. We'll see what this what this does for the fabled uh, the the narrative of this season. It's been, it's been a rich with story, and it's almost like it's refreshed now. Because I wonder how it feels to be a player now, where it was like, uh, you know, um, they doubt everyone doubted us going into the year, and oh, now we have people around us. Oh, and now everybody again's like, really, this is what you're going with? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's you're funny. getting doubted twice. You know? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. And, the, and, you know, and the same people who are like, oh, well, this season's a write-off. Like, instead of just, like, being happy with, like, all right, well, we're surprised. Now they're like, just, why aren't we doing anything? You know, like, it's just, there's no, there's no, like, he, he was damned, you know, if, if he fucking would have traded, you know, Bo for somebody, they'd be like, oh, I can't believe we, you know, it's just a rental. Why do we give up a roster guy? You know, like, there's no, you can't win these situations, you know? Yeah. I, it's oh man, this this season has been so fucking jam packed. It's it's and and also beyond that, I, I mean, and another thing though is that, um, you know, it's possible the Islanders don't win the division um, because of you know the lack of additions, but it's also possible that they could have added something and they still. I mean, Washington as of today was only I think two points back. Yeah, you know, and and, and they went they went and they added what Hagelin. 
Didn't they add somebody else too? I'm gonna look it up. I thought they added somebody else. Oh, they added Nick Jensen. They added like a. Like a oh yeah, Jensen. Yeah, Jensen. Like yeah. You know, it's funny that their 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 like big deadline move last year was Kempney, and like that was like seemed like a really like strong piece for them to do their thing, you know. And this is them trying to do that again. So you yeah. Know, Maybe that it's the type of thing where I don't lose sleep over that. And I'm also, if, if the Capitals end up say winning the cup this year, and I'm not going to think, Oh, if the Islanders just got Nick Jensen, that would have made everything different. <laughs> no, because the, the Islanders don't have Ovechkin and fucking Holpe and, you know, well, actually they have goalies that are playing better, but um, yeah, you know, but they don't have, they don't have Ovi. They don't have, you know, Backstrom. The Caps on paper are a way better team. Oh yeah, for sure. And they're um, transitioning too, you know. They have a new head coach. Granted, it's a guy that was behind the bench for a long time, but it's like, yeah. you know, I get being frustrated. As I said, I am disappointed in what happened here, but at the same time, I don't. It's not like the Islanders. If the it's not like the Islanders won the division. You know, it wasn't like it was the Islanders' division to lose. It's not like they were in Tampa Bay Lightning territory where they were like so far away ahead. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It was close, you know. It was always going to be this way, and and like you said, the the Blue Jackets are still way behind the Islanders. They have some like space to to make. Yeah, I just I'm fascinated that, that they went so all in. It's not like they're not like, you know, for sure making the playoffs because the race is really tight. And for a team that's all in, they're they kept the goalie that is the narrative about him is he can't do shit in the playoffs. Yeah, so how's that going to play out? With more pressure than ever. The, I think I think if he shits the bed, then they're just gonna go with Kincaid or or, or Corpusala. I don't know. Yeah. But hey, I mean we'll uh we'll see. I, I actually might might be doing so I am gonna be going to the Philippines because uh, I'm both a I'm also a Pacific Islander in addition to a New York Islander oh. on Friday. And uh, I'm going to be gone for about a week and a half. So I might actually do a last second, like literally at the airport uh, pod um, after my reaction to the game on, on, uh, on Thursday. And actually it might be, I might be, uh, might have an interview of sorts with um, Esh from Seaway, uh, the, uh, the Oakville, Ontario pop punk lads. Uh, he and some of his friends are going to be, Deciding to make the trip down from uh, Ontario to the Coliseum. Oh, to the Coliseum, yeah. So you have Pete Judge as their bodyguard. I might, I might have a uh, maybe some sort of adversarial, maybe the most adversarial interview of all time in the parking <laughs> lot before the game, and then or or after the game. Over um, a, over a hot pretzel and a shopping cart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the classic. That's <laughs> that's the authentic Long Island. Uh, that's the authentic Uniondale parking lot cuisine. Yes, I love it. But we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, that might be a very interesting perspective to take in, especially um, you know if if something were to happen to to Esh and his friends during the game, that might actually be utilized as evidence in a, in some sort of um, you know, <laughs> police investigation. Police investigation. But I don't. This is a, a no snitch podcast. Um, <laughs> so we'll, you know, no snitch free zone. Yeah, this is what it is. No penalty box here. <laughs> but uh yeah i guess that'll be a good note to wrap on travis uh where uh, where can people if they don't you know already follow you uh where where can they find your digs at 
Uh, my personal Twitter is just my my name, Travis Riley. Uh, that's R E I L L Y. And then I guess the other, uh, the new, I guess the the uh, I kind of usually just kind of talk aisles and wrestling and whatever on there. And then the Summer Teeth Supply um, Co thing that I kind of swapped over to just kind of talk about all types of hockey on there. And that one on Twitter is just uh, Summer Teeth Co. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, this, you know, Instagram and shit like that as well. But yeah, man, social media is really fun. Yep. Yep. For sure. And, and as, as always follow us at, uh, at dynasty Dodgers and follow me at, at when dogs dream, if you want to see stuff, but I mean, I don't know. I don't really care. We'll see. I, I don't have anything to sell you. Uh, so <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to sell you shit. Uh, you should you should buy you should buy Travis's shit because it's 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 mad good. Uh, I I don't have anything but my thoughts and nobody wants those. Not, not even me. But you know you get them on Twitter. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll uh, let's go Isles still. Um, in trots we trust. In Lou we wait. In Lou we're 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 still deciding apparently. You know if Lou was sleeping this whole time, that would have been <laughs> great. And he just had to cover like ah. Oh, Cause he's, he's getting old. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So maybe, he just like woke up and like, fuck boys. I had a couple of good offers, but I missed them. And, then, <laughs> and like, it's to quiet. Like, is that, that's what it was. It was like, uh, it was quiet because he fell asleep the whole time. That'd be classic. Alrighty. On that note, on that besmirching Lou note, see you guys around. <laughs> Nothing.